Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mamacitas, welcome back to a brand new episode of Tere Tells All. And just like I always tell you, I am so glad to have you here. I hope that you are coming off of a fantastic weekend. Um, I know I did. My weekend was pretty chill this weekend. Honestly, it's what I needed. And I know, I know like the next few weekends are going to be like full of activities and I've got a trip coming up. And so I really, really, really enjoyed just, like, relaxing this weekend. Um, we are right around the corner from Easter, and I don't know about you guys, I don't know what y'all do for y'all's Easter traditions, but one of the things that we do is we have cascarones, which is, you know, a, a traditional Latino thing. We make cascarones, which is, like, the eggshells that you put confetti inside, and I know that when I was little, we used to make them like my mom would save up the eggs and then we would like ourselves like we would dye them and like cover them up. But now, like at our grocery store at H-E-B, they sell them like already made and they're not even that expensive. They're like two bucks a dozen um, and you save hours and hours of work. So I haven't actually made cascarones in a long time because we just buy them already made. But I'm kind of like, I don't know, I'm feeling kind of nostalgic. So maybe sometime this week, um, I'll talk my niece into making cascarones with me. Uh, I'll have plenty of eggshells because, I, I mean, I eat eggs for breakfast almost every day. So I probably should start saving my eggshells starting tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, because I think it'll be so much fun. Um, and then, so here's how we play cascarones. Because I don't think there's an actual way to play it. You just go around smacking people on the head with eggs. Um, but what we like to do is we like to play Hunger Games style. That's what we call it. And we will pile all of the cascarones. Like everyone brings like a dozen or two. Like everybody in the family does. And then we just empty them out in the middle of the yard. And like we make a giant pile of cascarones. And then we all like stand around the perimeter of the yard and then somebody counts down like three, two, one. And then we all just run to the pile of eggs and you grab as many eggs as you can. And then you go around and you smack them on people's head. And let me tell you, we're brutal because we don't just like 
tap the eggs on our heads. We're like smacking the eggs on our heads. And it doesn't matter if you're a little kid like my niece or like even when my son and my nephew were little, we're going to we're going to go hard on you. Um, but it's always so fun. And I love I love making a time lapse video. I have several time lapse videos throughout the years where like when we do that, uh, we, we like, yeah, record it. So I don't know, maybe I'll post it sometime this week, like the last one that we recorded, because it really is so much fun. Even like the dogs get into it and then they start chasing people around the yard because they're like, oh, is this what we're doing? We're playing, we're running. OK. And uh, it's so fun. And then we're going to have new puppies. I'm not going to have new puppies. I'm, I am perfectly fine with just my Lola, but my mom and my sister they're both getting new puppies. They're getting brother puppies. Um, they're golden doodles. And they get them on Friday. So we'll have them by Easter. So we'll have the puppies um, to play with on Easter. And I'm so excited to just cuddle with the puppies. And I know that golden doodles are, you know, they don't stay little. They're going to get big and they're very active. And uh, I want to enjoy the puppy stage now. Because, um, yeah, we haven't we haven't had a puppy puppy in, like, our families in a while so I'm excited for that but anyway I have rambled on enough about cascarones and puppies so um let's see please make sure that you rate subscribe leave a review share the podcast all that good stuff it really does help the podcast grow and then um yeah I, I know what I'm not gonna keep you waiting because I'm sure you already saw by the title of this episode who my guest is and I'm just so excited to have you hear from her so let's get into it all right guys today on the show I have fitness influencer new mom Michelle Farage welcome to the show hello hello before we start, let's cheers, because what do you have in your hand? I have rosé. Rosé. And I have a White Claw that I'm about to pop open. Hold on. This is so sad. So cheers. <laughs> so I'm so glad to finally have you on the show. Man. I, I know. This. <laughs> so for those of... um. The listeners who don't know who you are, which I doubt there's anyone who doesn't know who you are, but go ahead and introduce yourself. What's your name? I said your name, but like, what do you, what do you do? Where do you live? What's your passion? Let's get into it. Okay. So Michelle Farage, Misha baby on Instagram. I live in Columbus, Ohio. What I do currently is social media. Um, I transferred, I quit my last job maybe two years ago. I used to be a server and I was like, cash me out, give me my tip, I'm out. And then I never looked back. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I lost 145 pounds. And so I just kind of just try to motivate people on social media and tell my story. And hopefully someone can see my story and feel like they can do the same because that's how I started. I saw someone do it and I was like, hell yeah, let's go for it. And yeah, so that's that's kind of like the the sums up of Misho Baby. Mm-hmm. So, two questions: Why Misho? Misho Baby is that like your nickname? Is that what people call you? Yeah. So family call me. They called me Misho growing up, and 
I just thought Misha baby. So. <laughs> I love it. And then the second thing is like, you're super young. You're like 21, 22. Yes. I'm 22 now. Right. So at what age did you start your weight loss journey? And then how long until you met, like, let's, let's say your goal weight. Mm-hmm. So I started like just to get in the gist of things my entire life, really. But when things kicked off was when I was 17. I was senior year in high school and I always had this vision that I was going to be like a, like in a pretty dress going down the aisle, like not the aisle, graduating <laughs> the yeah. stage. So um, I just I really wanted to do that. I mean, growing up, I was just like, come on, dude, like you've always wanted this. So senior year, I was like, this is the year. Let's do it. Um, and then things kicked off once I turned 18 and I hit my goal weight like a year later, uh, my first year of college. So after I graduated my first year of college, I was at like 140 and I looked and felt amazing. So it took, I want to say a year and a half total, a total to just like lose a ton of weight. And then everything after 18, 19 years old until 22, I was bodybuilding. I mean, I got pregnant at 21. So from 21 to 22, I haven't really been bodybuilding like that, but at least from 19 to 21, I was just going hard. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, you got a tummy tuck too, right? Yes. Yeah. So how far into your weight loss journey did you decide to pursue that? About like two years into it, at least one and a half years. So I knew once I lost all of my weight, like I was just always messing with my loose skin. It's like, I want to do this. So I went ahead and did that and I never looked back. I am completely in love with it. I love that. So um, you and I have a similar story in that regard. Like we lost the weight or whatever. We got a tummy tuck after weight loss. Um, But the reason that I wanted to invite you on the show is because you've experienced something that I have not experienced since weight loss. Um, You have experienced pregnancy. And I think that's so cool. I love seeing um, pregnancies after weight loss because for the majority of women, I feel like pregnancy is a scary thing because you know you're going to gain weight. Right. And then for me, for example, when I was 17 and pregnant, I kind of use that as my excuse to just eat like complete garbage. But I was also like uneducated. So, you know, I didn't know better. And so seeing women who go through pregnancy after weight loss and how they're able to maintain a healthy pregnancy to me is just something so admirable. And I loved watching your pregnancy and just how you stayed active and you continued with your healthy routines. So I want to hear about that. That's what I want you to talk about. Like, um, why, what encouraged you to, you know, not just throw it out the window and make sure that you had a healthy pregnancy. And what are some of the things that helped you with that? So that's crazy that you've seen pages like that before, because I did not see any, I was so scared. I was like, I have not seen a pregnancy after weight loss. So that's kind of like why I tried to share as much as I could. But like throughout my weight loss, I learned how important it is to just stay active, to eat healthy. Like I just feel better. I mean, of course I indulge. I indulge all the time. But it's just as far as pregnancy, I mean, I just wanted at least 80% of it to be healthy. And then I'll just have fun whenever I feel like it. Um yeah, I mean, I, I stayed active one so I can have something to do and keep me busy because like it's 
being pregnant for the first time, I did not know what to expect. So instead of just sitting there in my thoughts, you know, I was like, let's just keep up our routine. Let's keep up our routine. Let's stay active. Um, and I don't know, I saw other fitness pages while they were pregnant, stay active. And I was like, hell yeah, if they can do it, absolutely. I can too. And that's another thing that motivated me just like being reassured that like, yes, you can work out while pregnant was like, what's my excuse. I don't, I'm not going to throw it out the window, of course. So I try to stay as active. And then when it came to my meals, just my lifestyle in general, and like my values, like I love clean eating. Mm-hmm. But of course, I indulge. I am a sweet tooth at its core. Okay. <laughs> I drink wine at two o'clock. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, um, just just my values. And I really understand how my body feels. So if it feels a little off, I just try to avoid that. And keeping up with my routine really helped me stay, stay feeling great. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's something that you do learn. You know, like once you go through a weight loss journey, you kind of learn to read your body better and you know, like what you're capable of and what you're not, um, both like physically and health wise. I remember when I was in CrossFit, um, I, there was a, a pregnant girl at CrossFit, one of the coaches, she was pregnant and she was coaching and working out and lifting barbells and stuff with her belly. And I just like, I remember being in such awe. Um, and then Felicia Keithley, you know, she lost weight and then she got pregnant too. And she maintained the weight off. Yeah. So like seeing, seeing women like her and like you, I just think, you know, I think women think that sometimes like it's impossible, but I love that y'all are showing that no, it is possible. Um, so yeah. So tell us about your diet. Cause you are vegetarian, correct? Yeah, I am vegetarian. <laughs> How long have you been vegetarian? Um, three and a half years now. The last time I ever had meat was the last time I was in Houston for Buff Money, the winter party. We all went to dinner and I was like, this is my last time having meat. And I had like some chicken bowl thing. And then I never had meat ever since. <laughs> That's wild. I wasn't with Buff Bunny then. So we hadn't met or anything. But I remember you told me that. And I was like, oh, my God, that's wild. Yeah. Um, was it easy for you to give up meat? Yeah, for me, it was growing up. Um, my family is Arabic and there's. Arabic at its core. Okay. They grew up in the Middle East their entire lives. So what they like to do is have fresh meat. And I've even went to the Middle East and experienced how fresh they like their meat. And just growing up, I was always weirded out by it. I've had two weird experiences that I was just like, I couldn't look at it the same. Um, And then by the time I went vegetarian, my siblings all were vegan. And my parents aren't, it's just my siblings made the choice for themselves and like they would make me food and stuff. And then I just kind of like went off them and yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really miss it. I mean, sometimes I do Chick-fil-A, I'll look at it and be like, I want those nuggets, but other than that, <laughs> I kind of don't miss it. I know. I will never forget uh, when you were at the one up party and I tried to give you steak and I was like, wait, oh my God, I'm so stupid. I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> yeah. I mainly eat vegan for the most part. Um, I just don't claim to be vegan or plant-based because I have dairy from time to time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's a, like your go-to meal that you just like love and you can eat any day? <laughs> okay. So this is kind of weird. Being vegetarian, you know, I got to get creative with my protein intake. Um, sometimes I have processed products and sometimes 
I just try to eat like raw veggies and all that stuff. So one of my favorite things to make, it's so, so weird. It's frozen peas mixed with just egg. And it's kind of like an egg scramble with peas. It sounds disgusting. I know it does, but like, it's, it's good to me. It's kind of like one of those meals that like, you know, like when you're losing weight, you have one of those staple meals. Yeah. To me, that was like high protein and like, it just tastes so good. It's just <laughs> one of my things to make. Other than that, um, something that more people can relate to. I love making at home pizza, like homemade, vegan, quick, just put the toppings on, throw it in the oven. And it's fun to do. But I love to cook. If I ever went back to school, it would be for culinary. I can totally see you doing that. You would make some bomb, like, vegetarian dishes. I would totally eat your cooking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in regards to fitness during pregnancy, what were were your fitness routines like? Were you doing more cardio? Were you still doing, like, uh, weight-based workouts? What did it look like for you? So I used to be really into cardio before pregnancy. Like I could go running for miles. I mean, that was my therapy. But once I got pregnant, running just wasn't really my thing anymore. So cardio kind of like went down a bit. I would still walk on the treadmill, but I was focusing more on my strength. Like anytime I went to the gym, I just wanted to know that I was keeping my strength and um, just weightlifting. I just know the benefits of it. I just wanted to stay strong. I didn't want to get weak, even though my body did get weaker. At least I didn't lose all of it. At least I'm not starting from complete zero. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just focus more on my strength just, just to make sure that I'm keeping up with it. And I'm just not losing touch with that. And it kept me busy. It was very fun. I love lifting. Yeah. I know one of the things that um, pregnant women get a lot when they're like working out is people like, you know, is it safe? Or like, mm-hmm you're hurting the baby. Um, let's talk about that. Cause obviously that those things are not true, but did you encounter any opinions like that? Did you talk to your doctor about it? Like, what was your experience in that regard? Yeah. From the start, even on my first appointment, I told my doctor, I was like, listen, I weightlift. This is my life. And she was totally fine with it. As long as I'm happy and healthy, she's good. And every time that I went to my appointment, I was super healthy but as far as comments, man, like I know it's not true, but sometimes I would think to because I got it all the time. I would think to myself, like, am I like, like, am I hurting the baby? Like, why are people coming at me like this? Um, but other people were just so proud and I really motivated them. And like, that's what also kept me going. Like I had friends who got pregnant at the same time as me and they're like, how are you motivated? And I'm like, honestly, sometimes I'm really not motivated. I'm just going to stay healthy and like just mm-hmm. getting some movement in. Um, and as long as I feel good in my heart, I know the baby felt good and he's so healthy. He's a perfect baby. And he's, he's going to be just as active, (laughs) but yeah, I got so many of those comments and DMS and it it would hurt my feelings sometimes just like, cause I'm a new mom too. And I don't know, but my doctor was fine with it. I was fine. Mm -hmm. But those comments sometimes got to me. I mean, I was very sensitive and hormonal. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, no, that makes sense. Did you ever like reply to them or I don't know, like talk back about it? I don't think I ever saw you do it, but I was just wondering if you at any point you did. For those comments, sometimes I would respond to like comments in general, but I was trying to stay as positive as possible because I was emotional enough. So the best thing to do was to not respond. Yeah. 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 
Well, and I think people also need to realize, you know, having an active lifestyle for us just alone is healthy. It's good for your body. It's good for your heart. It's good for your organs. Like it is a good thing to be active. So why wouldn't you want to do that while you're pregnant? You know, like then you're just continuing that active lifestyle, that healthy lifestyle. And then that also affects your baby because you, you're healthy, then you're going to grow a healthy baby in that regard, right? Now, obviously, there are some things that are way out of our control. I'm not talking about that. Just like having a healthy pregnancy, like weight-wise, health-wise, holistically. Um, and so, yeah, when I see people comment things like that on other pregnant women's pages, it, ju- it drives me bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I wish more people knew to keep their opinions to themselves especially with pregnant women, you know, we're already like dealing with all these body changes and hormones that the last thing you should want to do is make a woman feel bad about her body or the choices that she's doing or making with her, with her body and her baby. But I commend you. I applaud you for that. Another thing about that too, regarding like weight loss and pregnancy, you wouldn't believe how many people were like, I knew you were going to gain the weight back. Like you're going to gain all the weight back. And I was like, I don't care about that. Like, (laughs) I feel like I'm gonna try to stay true to being happy afterwards. Like, I know we'll get into that, like postpartum workouts. But like, those were also some comments. And a lot of people unfollowed me too, because like, I guess it was maybe unmotivating to see someone get pregnant after weight loss, because like, I might gain it back. But Mm -hmm. that just was the least of my concerns. You know what those are called, girl? Those are called haters. <laughs> haters. haters. No, yeah, I think people kind of get this kick out of watching other people fail, which is, you know, it says a lot about society in general. I'm not like that. I don't like to see people fail. I mean, you know, we fail and we learn from it, but I'm like the type of person who cheers people on. So I never once like looked at your page was like, oh, she's going to gain all the way back. No, like I never once thought that. Um, but I'm glad that you brought that up, that you mentioned that, because I know that that's something that's very true. Just like when, you know, influencers who are single, you know, have a boyfriend or get married. I've heard this before. They're like, they'll lose a lot of followers because they're like, oh, well, you're going to change now. Like, you know, and they're, and they don't want to be there for that. (laughs) I know. know. That's toxic. Uh, (laughs) It is toxic. How was uh, your delivery? Delivery was hard, very hard. <laughs> Everyone told me, like, since I was working out, they were all like, you're going to have such an easy delivery. It's going to be so smooth. And I believed every word. <laughs> <laughs> Man, once I got there. So my when my water broke, I really didn't know. Like the night before, I guess I was having contractions and Elijah has like back pain. So the night before he's like, I'm giving him, him a massage like all night because like he was struggling <laughs> and like you know in my head I'm like mm, I don't really feel good but whatever so then in the morning like early in the morning when I woke up he like shifted and then I stood up and my and I thought I peed myself and I didn't eat the day before so I was like I'm about to go get a bagel and some matcha and I'm like in labor going to the, the coffee shop and <laughs> Elijah's mom is like rushing over here and she's like what are you doing we gotta leave and I'm like I was just chilling so I go to feed my cat and then we leave (laughs) and the minute I got there they immediately checked me in um 
they're like, I forget how many centimeters I was dilated. And the minute I got to the hospital, I was feeling it. I was like, oh no, like it's happening. And I did not last long before. I did not plan on getting an epidural. Mm-hmm. Right when I checked in, I was like, give me that epidural. <laughs> give me the drugs. <laughs> give it to me. Like, I don't know if it was anxiety or what, but like, I just couldn't handle it. Like I wanted to just chill out. I'd rather be calm than freaking out. So I was like, okay, let's do it. And the epidural ended up wearing off in the middle of the night. And I was in so much pain. I felt every minute of it. They tried to give me a second one. It didn't work. They tried to save the second one three times. Did not work. So they gave me a third epidural. And it's been 30 hours of labor And it was time to push and I pushed for two hours, but like, I'm just so numb. And she said that I was giving my all when I was pushing, like I was giving him my all, but he was facing up and his head was, he was in so much stress. So I had to get an emergency C-section. Um, and after that, you know, Elijah got to see him. He was in the NICU for a week. I didn't really get to see him much. Like it just kind of sucks. I didn't get to connect with my baby the first week or like after he was here, but it was very nice that I had so much help from the nurses. I wouldn't have known what the heck to do if I was sent home the next day. They taught me everything for the first week and I got to relax. I got to sleep, watch them, learn from them. And then when it was time to bring him home, it was like, I got this. I'm comfortable. Yeah. You know, that's, there's lots of pros and cons to both. I had a C-section too, like you. Um, a sim- actually, very similar story. Water broke during the night and 30 hours of labor. I ended up getting an emergency C-section. So we're like, girl, we're like soul sisters here. Um, but, <laughs> and I, I, I know what you mean when you say that you feel like you missed out on some of that bonding time. Because I felt the same way. You know, like they take him out. They show you him, like show you the baby really quick. Yeah. they didn't do that no. well at least I got to see I got to see Jordan's face for like five seconds before they you know wheeled him away but it is tough because you know like if you have a, a vaginal birth usually like as soon as the baby comes out they put him on baby's on mom's chest right and then they like worry about umbilical cords and all that and when you have a c-section you miss out on all, all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. I, I can totally understand what you mean in that regard but on the flip side, since you have to stay in the hospital to recover, then you do get more attention and more care from the nurses, especially if you're a first time mom, you know, you need that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I think the universe works in mysterious ways and maybe that's what you needed. So that's yeah. how your plan worked out for you. But man, three epidurals, girl, <laughs> bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, that was scary. Like also too, like, you know, like when you don't have the epidural, I saw this video the other day of like watching someone go through natural labor. And like, if your partner is there, I guess that is a really cool bonding experience. You get to walk around, lean on them, all that extra stuff. So I think next time I might try it just for the bonding experience, Mm -hmm. but I might get the epidural, you know, towards the end, you know, (laughs) (laughs) listen, I'm pro epidural over here. I will never judge a woman for getting one. If you don't want to, that's your prerogative. But if you want to get one, I got one too. I am no one to judge um, when it comes to that. So, okay, let's backtrack a little bit because you got your tummy tuck before you got pregnant. So 
what were your thoughts once you got pregnant as far as like what your, your tummy tuck results, because I, I don't know, did you have to get your, um, like abdominal wall repaired too with your, with your tummy tuck? Yeah, I did get that. Yeah. So then usually when you get pregnant, that abdominal wall expands. Mm. So were you at all scared that, you know, the pregnancy was going to undo your tummy tuck or that it was going to make your scars worse? What, what was your thought process at that time? Or did you just not even care? Cause you were just so happy you were having a baby. Yeah. I mean, so I was kind of like assuming that it would having a tummy tuck would help afterwards. Like, you know, maybe it won't affect as much. Cause that's what my doctor told me. He told, when I got my surgery, he was like, yeah, when you get pregnant, it's actually kind of cool. Like you'll have a better, um, what's it called? Like how you look postpartum, like mm-hmm. a better, I, I guess you could say snapback if that's a word. Okay. Um, but honestly, in the back of my mind, I just, I did not care. I would, I knew I was going to get pregnant one day. I was very young and I knew I was going to have kids. So even though I had a tummy tuck, I, at least I had the skin removed. When you get pregnant, your body does things, your body changes. It's natural. It's normal. Mm-hmm. So I was very fine with it. Um, when I saw stretch marks throughout, I was fine with it. It was comments that made me always stare at my stretch marks. Um, afterwards my stretch marks were really dark on my belly and like, I'm fine with it because like, it reminds me of my baby. But then sometimes I do look at it like, okay, this is what happened after pregnancy. I am a little insecure about it, but what more can you do? We have an experience in life. It's normal. Your body changes. So I always come back to that and it just reassures me. And I, and I I feel good about myself at the end of the day, but insecurities are real, you know, I'm human. (laughs) Yeah, I know we all are, but I think you have a really healthy mindset about it. So, um, yeah, kudos to you on that. Now that, so after you had the baby, like postpartum, how was the recovery? Cause you said that, you know, your doctor said that it was going to be better once you got pregnant later on. So was it, did you, I mean, obviously you can't compare cause you, you know, didn't have a baby before the tummy tuck, but what was your recovery like after the baby? knowing that you had a tummy tuck, did you experience any complications or pain? What was that like? Um, so I don't know if this is related to the C-section though. Um, I was very swollen. (laughs) I don't know if it was a C-section, but my lower belly and still till this day is pretty stiff, but I was having pain very early on, like the first six to nine weeks, I was having occasional pain. And when I did work out, I would then realize, okay, I'm having pain after a workout. So I had to cut back a lot until I started using a pregnancy program and then it helped me with the pain and pain went away, started working out again. But yeah, I would have like a little bit of pain, like near the stitches, but it didn't feel like the stitches. It felt like just like where the muscle was near the stitches. Um, But my tummy tuck went almost exactly back to normal. The only thing different is that I gained a little weight. And I'm fine with it. Like, dude, I was at the gym today and there's people who saw me at my fittest and they see me now postpartum. And like, and like in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, yeah, you see that I look different, but I feel so confident. Like I felt so good at the gym. Um, but that's the only, only difference. My tummy talk remained the same. The scars are darker. I just gained a little weight and I'm completely fine with it. I'm having so much fun in the gym. I feel like I got my spark back. I'm myself again. 
So it's been nice. <laughs> That's good. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So let's talk about your fitness routine now postpartum. So at what point... Were you cleared to start working out and then how did you ease back into it? Or did you just jump right back in? What what did you do? A little bit of both. Um, First, I got cleared to work out beforehand. I was doing like little stretches that was safer postpartum. I would do it at home whenever I felt like it, whenever I had the energy for it. I didn't make it priority. I just really wanted to heal. Um, but like, I still wanted to move and like, make sure that I'm taking care of myself. So I would remember to do them, but I wasn't stressed about it. And then once I got cleared to work out again, that's when I went back to the gym, but then I noticed I was having pain. So I had to like, take a small step back. But then once I stopped feeling complain, complain, once I stopped feeling pain completely, Mm -hmm. um, I just jumped right back in and I haven't stopped ever since I go when I can. I try to do at home workouts if I can't make it to the gym, but it's a great balance. You know, at home workouts, I'm comfy at the gym. I can lift heavy and really go all out and just zone out. But like when I'm working out at home, you know, I got to pick up the baby in between sets, but I don't mind. And that's kind of, that's kind of what it looks like right now. I haven't, I don't have like a set kind of schedule routine. I'm just going when I can. And when I can go, I give it my all. And then when I work out at home, I just feel the burn and I feel good. Yeah. What's your support system like? Like who who watches him while you're at the gym? And, you know, when you when you need your own Michelle time, what yeah. is your support system like? There's a lot of people, actually, and I'm so thankful. Um, so my partner, Elijah, if I want to go to the gym down the street, he'll watch the baby and like I'll do the same for him. But if we want to work out together, We'll have either his parents or my parents watch him and then we'll go together. That's but, good that you'll both have family close by, though, to do to like to help you with that. Yeah, it's very nice. And like they built a relationship with the baby and like it's just a great time for them, too. And they're just more than happy. So it is nice. Are they, Is this like the first baby that makes them grandparents or have yeah. they been? Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that <laughs> for both sets of grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about your mindset as far as like your pre-mom body and your mom bod now. Like wh- where, how do you feel about it? Where do you stand? So I, where I'm at right now, I'm happy. I feel like it's exciting. I get to see what my body does yet again. Um Sometimes I'll look at old pictures, but the only thing that connects me to old pictures is that, okay, I was a little younger then. I know it's not that much of a difference. I know I'm still very young, but I mean, of course my body's going to look different when I'm 19 versus 22. So that kind of like calms down me from comparing myself, but I also know like your body is incredible and you can absolutely do anything. So where I'm at now, it to me is a canvas to do whatever I want or to do nothing at all. Um, but I'm choosing to push my limits because it brings excitement to life. So, you know, 
just eating clean, eating healthy, indulging, having a good balance with that. I used to struggle with binge eating, but afterwards I read a book about it and like where I'm at now, I'm very comfortable. I feel like I don't stress as much as I used to. Cause even when I do diet hardcore, sometimes it does stress me out and then I have to completely stop. But, um, just as far as where I'm at now, you know, I'm just, I'm just chilling. I'm feeling good about everything, but I hope I didn't steer too much off of the question. No, no, not at all. Not at all. And, and I asked it in that way specifically, because I feel like most new moms get the question like, so, so what's your goal now? Right. And I didn't want to ask you like, what's your goal? I wanted you, I wanted you to be in the moment and, and I just wanted you to yeah, like be in the moment and appreciate your body, like where you're at, because I think not a lot of people, strangers, when they talk to new moms, ask something like that, you know, like, well, when are you going to lose the baby weight or what are you going to do to lose the baby weight? And it shouldn't always be this like snapback culture of like, how fast can you lose it? Like, I wanted you to reflect. And I'm, I'm glad I asked the question because it sounds like you're in a very healthy place. And I love that answer that, you, you know, you're happy where you're at. And you have a blank canvas to do with with it, whatever you want. And that growth mindset that you have, that is your sparkle, Michelle. That is what makes you such a great person um, and what makes you such a motivating person, you know? And I mean, obviously, we, we all love you. And that's why you have such a great following. And that's why you inspire so many people. <laughs> Don't cry. You look like you're about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just awkward. <laughs> Um, okay. So tell us about mom life. What does mom life look like right now? So you wake up and what's, what do you do? Um, I tell him his good mornings to get his first mm-hmm. smile of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and then I try to put him down to play in his tent so I can quickly make some coffee, but you know, the coffee kind of sits out for a little, because by that time, got I got to pick it back up or see if he needs changed. Kind of just do that. Kind of just get him an outfit in the morning. Um, I also try to journal for the day. So I have my own journals and I have a daily one where I will write my gratitude, affirmations, to-do list, and reflection. And if I can do that, I feel like I'm very productive throughout the day. Um, But you never know with a baby. Like today, I'm laying on the floor all day (laughs) just trying to play with him. I took him on a tour around the apartment um, and then... I mean, just like how my life kind of looks like it, it, I go day by day, hour by hour. I didn't expect to work out today. I didn't plan on working out. But then my partner was like, hey, like, I'll watch him. You should get out. Like, I can see your face. You, you got to go. <laughs> so I got to work out, which was very nice. I did my makeup for the gym. Okay. You know, it's just my little me time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of. My, what my day looks like. I just, I try to make food when I can. And then when I do get to make food, I make sure to do leftovers in case I need to quickly make something, eat it really quick. But it's, it's usually just a guessing game. And then throughout the day, I just really want to hold him, bond with him. And just moments where I look at him, like, you're my son, dude. Like, Hey, <laughs> right. It's like, you came from me. Yeah. <laughs> my little angel. Yeah. Yeah. no I love that I love that so is there anything else like on your heart or in your mind that you want to talk about or that you feel like you want to share with like 
new moms or even even just with like people who are going through a weight loss journey or even want to begin a weight loss journey like literally the the, the stage is yours Wh- whatever you want to share or talk about we can we can do that okay um so from my experience just from weight loss and even being a new mom I don't know if this is everyone's struggle, but for me, I do struggle with, I did struggle with comparing. Um, I'm trying not to give my problems a name. So that's why I'm like using in past tense. So that I'm not like moment to moment, like being there, but um, what you see on social media can either motivate you or it can stress you out. I say to clean your social media and follow people who motivate you you know, follow the corny quotes, wake up. I want you to see your feed as if like, if you woke up and would it make you happy or would it stress you off? It stresses you out, unfollow because Mm -hmm. you consume so much of it. Um, I say, let it motivate you. If you're going to waste time on social media, use it to your advantage and really just be patient with, with yourself and try your best to love yourself if you can, because If you don't, then through all the stages, even if you absolutely look incredible, you might not feel that way because you just aren't there yet. Like you just don't feel like you love yourself yet. So that's kind of like also why I'm okay with where I'm at. Just because if I don't, I have one life. I refuse to spend it not liking it. I mean, I kind of grew up with people like my own family just hating on me. So I grew up with like already trying to lose weight as a little kid. And then I shortly realized like I'm wasting so much time. When am I ever going to like it? So I just got to start liking it now through every single phase, no matter where I'm at. I have to, I just, I got to be there with myself. Um, yeah, you know, just, just, just work on finding your inner happiness. It's going to sound so corny, but like that, I just feel like the point, the goal in life is to be happy, to wake up, be happy, no matter what you're doing, no matter what journey. If you can mm. wake up and be happy, I feel like you're set. You can make anything happen. You can accomplish so, so, so much. Um, and then when those negative thoughts come up, acknowledge them and do your best to feel okay with it. And then do what you can to, you know, improve and do better. Girl, you are speaking my love language. I co-sign every single thing you say. Um, <laughs> you know, I've said, so two of the two things that I always say is um, comparison is a thief of joy. You know, when people try to compare themselves to other people, or even when they try to compare themselves to me, that's why I don't tell people my weight, because it'll be like, I want to look like you. How much do you weigh? And it's like, it doesn't matter. Because even if we weigh the same, we would probably still look very different. So don't even compare yourself to me. Comparison is the thief of joy. Focus on you and you being the happiest, healthiest version of you. And then the second thing that I always tell people is like, life is too short to spend it being at war with your body, you know, because I did that for so many years. I was literally at war with my body. I was too big. I hated it. I got small. I hated it. I had loose skin. I hated it. Got the loose skin removed. I hated it. I spent so much of my life at war with myself and my body. And I feel like I lost on so much that finally, when I just accepted myself, it was, it was like a switch. It was literally like a light bulb. It was like this whole world opened up when I'm like, you know what? 
F this. I am who I am. This is what I look like. I'm going to accept it. And I'm just going to be happy and healthy and do the best that I can do. And it's such a mindset shift that is so powerful. And I love that you said that. That's why I say I co-sign every single little thing you just said. (laughs) Man, if we can encourage anyone, anything, it's that. It is what you said. I, I know sometimes it might seem a little impossible or it just might seem like we're just talking positivity, but like when you actually feel that way, there's a difference. You feel a difference. You see a difference. You could be doing your makeup, telling yourself I'm a bad bitch. And this, can I cuss? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You can cuss. Yeah. You'll be doing your makeup, singing in the mirror and you'll just feel so cute and so beautiful. And I just hope everyone feels that way. Yeah. I hope that too. Literally. I hope that for everyone. It's such a, such a cool feeling to love yourself and accept yourself and just, you know, it's, so empowering, but thank you so much for sharing all of that. Um, before we wrap up, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you and how we can support you in your journey and your mom life and just all things Misho baby. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I'm mainly on Instagram at Misho baby. I'm trying to get on TikTok. Okay. I'm trying. <laughs> and then I also do YouTube when I have the time to record and edit. But my YouTube is mostly like cooking videos. So that's kind of like Chef Misha over there. Um, TikTok, I'm kind of just, you know, trying to get on it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then Instagram, of course, I just, I I show my life. I have fun on there. Um, I try my best to help as much as I can. And if you guys want to support me, like, let's just give each other some love. Like, that's, that's the best thing that you can do to support me in what I do show up with love. Let's be friends. Let's interact with each other. Cause I follow so many people back. It's ridiculous. Like the people who support me, I love seeing their journey. Like mm-hmm. it motivates the heck out of me. So yeah, heads up, you know, you follow me, <laughs> <I'll follow back. laughs> yeah, no, I love that. And I love you. I told you this before. It's like, you're, you're like a little sister to me and I just, I adore you. And I'm so glad that we finally had time to sit down and chat and, and it, and it not just be a chat between you and I, but something that we recorded and that we're going to put out there for other people. And hopefully there's something in this conversation that resonated with them and they can take that and help them on their journey to becoming the happiest, healthiest version of themselves. Right. Oh, yeah. You guys got this. <laughs> you got this. Yeah, you sure do. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Michelle. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.